0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. We're going to go over all of the waiver wire ads for week six. Did want to, you know, share the news that Adrian Peterson just got traded to the Cardinals from the Saints. Um, You know, that has a lot of, uh, you know, implications as far as both teams go. Um, For the Cardinals, Adrian Peterson, I think he's just going to go ahead and take that early down roll from Chris Johnson, who couldn't get anything done. That offensive line is a little weak, so you know Adrian Peterson will have to get things done on his own. He hasn't shown much in New Orleans, um, you know, and he hasn't shown much, you know, in that you know 30 something carries he had uh, the year prior before he got hurt uh but you know he, he's gonna have the opportunity he's been chomping at the bit um for you know a workhorse role so you know he's gonna have the opportunity so it's gonna be very interesting if he's available in your league uh you know he he's a guy to go get and he is part of this waiver wire um at it and i'll get to him uh soon uh but you know on the same side mark ingram Alvin Kamara, you know, their snap counts and their usage is going to increase now that, you know, this three headed uh, you know uh, backfield turned into a two headed backfield. Um, and that's okay because we've seen multiple running backs, um, you know, have fantasy value, uh, you know, in this Saints backfield. So um, I'm, I'm excited for both of these guys. Now, Kamara, he's only owned in 68% of Yahoo League. So if, if he's available, you got to pick him up. He's a must own at this point, um, regardless of format. Obviously, PPR, you know, is preferred. But if you're in a standard league, I think Alvin Kamara can help you there as well. Um, so let's let's go into the waiver wires. Uh, we're gonna start with running backs. And if you saw that Monday night game last night, Jarek uh, McKinnon, he's the guy to own that backfield. Um, he's 30% owned on Yahoo right now. Um, now Latavius Murray did start the game he had a, he had the first few touches but it was really McKinnon who stole the show on Monday night without Dalvin Cook with him out for the year um, so Latavius Murray he had 12 carries for only 31 yards two catches for 12 yards uh, and McKinnon he had 12 carries for 95 yards and a touchdown um, and he was also very involved in the passing game. He caught all six of his targets for 51 yards. So that's a, a very, a very good sign for McKinnon. Um, the snap count, uh, McKinnon played 67%. Murray played 31%. And McKinnon, you know, he looked better than he did the last two years. Um, and you know, and some of it could have been because of the Vikings are horrible offensive line, you know, with them not being able to get him the ball, um, you know, in good situations, um, He's the clear top waiver wire ad for week six, um, you know, and if you have him on your team, he's somebody who can be matchup proof just because of his usage in the passing game. Um, you know, and so maybe they found a way to use him. He hasn't been good um, in the past couple of years, um, you know, and, but there, they've, there have been a lot of truthers for Derek McKinnon, and it seems like this is going to be the opportunity uh, for him to shine in. Um, so Elijah McGuire is the next guy I wanted to talk about. He's 17% owned uh, in Yahoo Leagues. He was a deep stash for later in the season in case the Jets move toward their young running back to see what he can do before he gets the job to start 2018. But now Bilal Powell's hurt. You know, he his calf. He has a calf injury. Forte, he's still on the shelf. So Maguire, he could get a huge workload in week seven against the Patriots at home. Um, the Patriots, they, they've allowed the second most points to running backs this year. And, you know, it would have been the first most points if the Bucks gave Doug Martin more carries last week on Thursday. Uh, so McGuire, he's very talented, and he could put up a big week in both facets of the game against the Patriots. So, uh, you know, if you need a spot start from somebody, I think Elijah McGuire is a great guy uh, to go target on the waiver wire this week. Uh, I'm sure you heard and saw Aaron Jones' performance um, you know, this past week against the Cowboys, he's 56% owned still, uh, you know, in leagues. And I'm sure a lot of people shied away from him like I did uh, because Jamal Williams was active. A lot of people didn't know if Ty Montgomery was going to play just because he had a couple of full practices in, uh, but was was declared doubtful uh, later in the week around Saturday or so. Um, and even then, we weren't sure whether it would be Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, or even a split. Um, Ian Rappaport did report on I think it was either Saturday night or Sunday morning that Aaron Jones has been the one practicing with the first team all week, which we haven't really you know got a sense of that during the week. But um, you know he had a great game, um, and the reason why I have Aaron Jones uh, below Maguire is just because there's a chance time fast, and either Perkins or Darkwa or both of them can easily be part of the rotation you know after the buy. Um, so you know and, re- and remember. You know, you, you still have um, uh, Shane Vereen as well. So, you know, this, there's a lot of guys in this backfield. Uh, but, you know, if if Goldman's on waivers before the bye, I'll be trying to pick him up. Uh, Matt Breida, he's 7% owned in Yahoo Leagues. He did get 49% of snaps on Sunday, which turned out to be two more snaps than Carlos Hyde. Uh, Breida, he rushed for 10 uh, he rushed 10 times for 49 yards added three catches for 22 yards on five targets Now Carlos Hyde struggled in this game. He rushed eight times for 11 yards um, But we all knew that Carlos Hyde was banged up because of his hip But Kyle Shanahan, you know He said that playing Breta had nothing to do with Hyde's injury and that he was riding the hot hand He also said that he will ride the hot hand moving forward but you know this is very interesting, but we have to take this with a grain of salt because he could just be protecting Carlos Hyde's injury. Um, Hyde, he's been pretty good this season, and he's he's a pretty good running back when he's on the field. Um, but, you know, given Hyde's injury history, I think Breida is a good pickup in case Hyde can't go um, if he gets injured in the future, or if Shanahan is serious and Breida becomes, you know, a favorite of Shanahan's. Uh, Wendell Smallwood 51% owned he's injured right now uh, but he's a he's a back that you should have on your bench especially in PPR leagues he didn't practice this Monday um, and he might not play on Thursday night on this short week but you know once he's back he's going to be involved in both the run and passing game for the Eagles and that's a valuable position to play for them Um, he needs to be rostered before he comes back from injury and has another all-around good game because then he'll be on this list again um, and he'll be harder to get you know running backs are just they're just become more scarce as the season goes on and smallwood he's going to be someone who can be used in any matchup because he's kind of game script proof all right so samaji p ryan rob kelly rob kelly's only 51 percent owned, and i don't really understand that um you know he didn't practice on monday um you know, but you know, once he's healthy, he's the early down starter, he has that all to himself, and he should perform once this offense gets it together. He is the clear starter. Samaje Perrine fumbled a couple times. There's no way the Redskins are going to him or even considering him uh, overtaking Rob Kelly this year, unless he gets hurt, right? Um, so and which is the case right now. If Perine is on your waivers, I would go get him in case he starts this week. Um, the Redskins play the 49ers, so. You know, I expect them to be able to run the ball a ton, and if if they get to a nice lead, Perrine should see a ton of volume in the second half. So, um, you know, both of these guys should be owned. Um, you know, right now, just because Kelly's injury, once Kelly gets injured, you can drop Perine, But for now, um, I'm keeping him Shane Vereen, 14% owned, and like I said, you know, I'm not you know super gung ho about picking up Vereen, but the Giants lost four receivers over the weekend. Paul Perkins, Orleans Darkwa, banged up. You know, Vereen could see an uptick in targets. I wouldn't start him this week, but I would hold him on my bench and, and wait and see on his usage. All right, going to move on to wide receivers. Devin Funches, 65% owned. Um, he continues to get it done. He racked up seven catches on eight targets for 53 yards and a touchdown in week five. So that he's obviously a PPR play with that touchdown upside. Uh, but he's averaging nine targets and a touchdown in the last three games. And he needs to be in your lineup as long as Greg Olson is out. Um, this is probably your last chance to get him if he's still on your waiver wire, available in 35% of leagues. Um, and this week he goes up against a horrible Eagles secondary. Um, so, you know, I would I would definitely consider him picking him up and starting him this week. Uh, Danny Amendola, 63% owned. He continues to get it done when he's in the lineup in PPR leagues. His target totals have been going up the past three weeks from five to seven to eight. Um, And and this week he caught all eight of those targets for 77 yards. Um, And so, you know, he's that high floor PPR asset. Um, He's been targeted near the goal line as well. So he has an upside of touchdowns in that offense. So he's going to be in my lineup every single week. John Brown, 37% 37% owned, you know, when he plays, he seems to be one of Carson Palmer's favorite targets, um, and he actually got the most playing time out of any receiver not named Larry Fitzgerald. So John Brown played 80% of snaps, Jerron Brown played 60% of snaps, and J.J. Nelson played 53 So as long as John Brown's healthy, he's going to be in my lineup, especially against bad defenses like the Eagles and this week's Tampa Bay Bucks. You know, Brown, you know, he didn't have such a great game, but he did save your day in, you know, in week five with a touchdown. Um, But Carson Palmer, he was under pressure all day from the Eagles pass when Montgomery plays this week. If that happens, he's not going to get the full load. Um, And you could have McGuire for a spot start this week in a great matchup. So, you know, Jones he's still a good pickup just because he's locked down that backup role to Montgomery. And he's probably even carved out a percentage of Montgomery's 90% snap count that he had, um, you know, prior to uh, his injury. So, you know, with Jones having a great week, five, in place of Montgomery with those 19 carries, 125 yards and a touchdown. Um, You know, I think Jamal Williams can definitely be dropped in all formats. And, you know, I think in Montgomery, he takes a slight hit here just because he's probably not going to get 90% of the snaps, but there's also less of a chance of him getting hurt. So he might move down to that normal 60 to 65% um, possibly, and Jones can get, you know, maybe like 8 to 10 carries a game possibly, Um, which I think will be a good thing overall for this offense uh, and for Montgomery's health. Um, so he's someone that you know you can have in your roster, and he'll be a great handcuff to own. Andre Ellington, 56% owned right now, but he needs to be owned in every PPR format. He's one of the best long-term assets you can pick up on the waiver wire this week. He's had 8, 14, and 10 targets in the last three games, um, and and he had nine catches in the last two. So his floor is very high in PPR, and he has the upside to take one of his touches to the house Um, And give you a very solid game So he has a little bit of a ceiling as well So I wouldn't worry about Adrian Peterson coming to the team uh, Since Peterson, as far as, you know, Ellington's fantasy value goes Because Peterson just isn't a viable pass catcher Peterson, he should take on Chris Johnson's role, not Ellington's But it's possible Ellington sees the field a little less But he should still see that uh, volume in the passing game Uh, Buck Allen, you know, he bounced back in this game He's 57% owned on Yahoo uh, and if you saw the game, he's clearly the back-to-own. Alex Collins, he did get some touches, but it was clearly uh, Buck Allen's show. He Buck Allen even had a goal-line carry, which he converted, um, and we all thought that that was Collins' job. Uh, But, you know, this backfield is still a little murky, but I think Buck Allen is a pretty safe play in PPR leagues. Um, You know, he had 21 carries for 73 yards. He had four catches for 12 yards. um, You know, and those carries, I'm sure, had something to do do with Terrence West. Well, am I sure? Not really. But Terrence West did go down, um, you know, and he has a calf injury, so he's going to be out a few weeks. So with Allen's affinity in the passing game, he should give you a pretty solid four in PPR week to week. Uh, I mentioned Adrian Peterson. He's 37% owned right now. He got traded to the Cardinals for that conditional pick. Um, And, you know, like I said, he's had limited opportunity, didn't look good, um, chomping at the bit for that workhorse role, and he's got it now. I don't think Ellington's role changed, like I I mentioned. Um, Cardinals' offensive line has been a little bad, but Peterson should be able to do some work behind it. I would pick up Peterson, keep him on my bench until I see his role and his effectiveness before I put him in my lineup, you know, unless you have no other options. I think he's a good add because of position scarcity and for the chance of him getting 15 to 20 carries per game. And if he's getting that, you know, he's going to be valuable. Marlon Mack, he had a great performance this past week. Um, Chuck Pagano, after that performance, said that he wants to get Mack more involved moving forward, and they should. Uh, Mack had nine carries for 91 yards and a touchdown. Um, But, you know, just keep in mind, he still played less snaps than both Frank Gore and Robert Turbin. Frank Gore, 39 snaps. Turban twenty one snaps and and Mac seventeen snaps. So you know Mac he has a chance now to move ahead of Turban and be a change of pace to Frank Gore. Um, you know and he's possibly the maybe the best back to own that backfield in the coming weeks, assuming that he gets a bigger workload. Um, I don't think Gore gets replaced anytime soon, but you know if Mac if he continues to perform, the Colts might not be able to deny him that you know big workload. Uh, Wayne Gallman. Uh, you know he's 30% owned in Yahoo leagues, and he's going to benefit from a ton of injuries. Well, benefit in two ways: benefit from an opportunity standpoint, but he might not benefit as far as this offense not being able to move the ball with no players left. They're down Paul Perkins. They're down Orleans Darkwa. He got hobbled. You know he he got hurt in that game and is now hobbled. Um, you know Darkwa and Gallman they were sharing the load until Darkwa got hurt. Um, and Gallman, he was pretty solid after that. He had 11 rushes in the game for 57 yards. He had five catches for 25 yards, which is huge. Um, and the reason why he's not higher on this list is because he's going to Denver next week. He plays Seattle at home the week after, and then he's on a bye. So not really too high on my priority list right now. Um, but I will be looking for him later on in a couple of weeks, you know, maybe right before that bye to see if he's still available to see if that Giants – uh backfield still murky um I might think about picking him up but you know I'm not starting him the next three weeks so I'm not picking up to stash him right now um because yeah, the you know the NFL landscape he just changes so fresh um and he couldn't get it right with his receivers and you know John Brown did have seven targets you know in, in the two games that he played so uh, you know I think he's someone that should be rostered and hopefully he can get healthy now uh Taylor Gabriel 17% owned Mohamed Sanu likely out for week six with that hamstring injury, so Gabriel, he should see an uptick in targets, and Julio's going to play most likely. He practiced on Monday, so, you know, with most of the attention on Julio, I think Gabriel could slip out against that leaky Miami defense, so he's a boom-bust play if you have no other options. Uh, Kendall Wright, if you've seen him on Monday night, it was clear that he was the go-to receiver for Trubisky, Um, and he actually did something with his catches. Um, Opposed to Marcus Wheaton, who couldn't really get it done. Um, But he had four catches for 46 yards. Um, Trubisky, he couldn't really get much done through the air, but I think Wright would be a bench stash in case this offense can put something together against a lesser talented defense at some point. So, however, you know, like they're not going to face a less talented defense anytime soon if you look at the schedule, though. They have the Ravens and the Panthers before they head to New Orleans. So, I'm personally not stashing him until then because he has a buy right after that. So, like, Cameron Wright isn't somebody I'm looking at right now, but, you know, maybe down the line, week eight, week nine, I might be thinking about it, just to keep that in mind. Uh, Ricardo Lewis, 1% owned. Um, you know, he had nine targets in week four and eight targets in week five. So, with Kevin Hogan possibly taking over for the time being, we could see this offense start to move um, and potentially have a receiver we can start, you know, for for a safe floor in PPR. Uh, Lewis, he can be that guy with Kenny Britt hobbled and in the doghouse right now, and he's someone who I would put on my bench as a wait and see. Uh, Want to talk about Juju Smith Schuster? He's five percent owned. Juju, he, I love that name, Juju. He's run more routes and played more snaps than Martavis Bryant in three straight games. And he's averaging five targets a game for the last four weeks. Nothing crazy. He's not a high volume play, but in a potentially high scoring offense, once this team plays some bad defenses, Juju can get some work around the goal line. He did caught two touchdowns already this year. So, um, you know, he can see some more passes open up once Martavis Bryant can get his act together. So he's someone I'm watching more than actively trying to pick up this week. Uh, just a couple couple receivers I'm not picking up. Mike Wallace, his target volume is all over the place. He can't be trusted. Even you know because he had that long run. Doesn't matter to me. It's about the targets. Uh, Roger Lewis, you know he's a last man standing in 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 New York. Uh, but you know he's going to get, he's going up against Denver this week. He has Seattle next week, and then he has a bye. So I'm good. I'm not going to pick him up. Uh, Zay Jones, similar thing. He has a bye this week. Um, Jordan Matthews and Charles Clay g- are going to be out for a while. Um, Buffalo, they're going to need another weapon besides Shady. But Jones is on a buy this week, so I'll try to pick him up as a prospective add before Week Six comes to an end. Like so, you know, before that Monday night game for week for this week coming up, I'm going to try to pick up Zay Jones. Uh, tight ends, Austin Safarian Jenkins. He came through against the Browns with six catches on eight targets. For only 29 yards, but he he did get that touchdown we were looking for. He's only 28% owned on Yahoo Leagues. Um, His his involvement um, is really what we're looking for. He's one of the top options, if not the top option, in the passing game for the Jets, um, which doesn't say much, but he is a top option. So this week the Jets are at home against the Patriots. They've given up the fourth most fantasy points to tight ends this year. I'm starting him with confidence in week six. Um, George Kittle, man, he had a great game on Sunday. He was was the guy in clutch time for the 49ers. He's 1% owned on Yahoo. Um, Seven catches on eight targets for 83 yards and a touchdown. He had multiple end zone targets catching one of those. Um, I would normally not be excited because this is his first great game, but he's playing the Redskins this week, who have given up the third most fantasy points to tight ends this year. So three tight ends have actually put up 90 plus yards on the Redskins so far this year. So with Josh Norman out, I expect the Redskins defense to help that side of the field a little bit more than usual, leaving the middle of the field even more open for Kittle to do his thing. I'm just hoping that Kyle Shanahan and Briar Hoyer have the same game plan going forward. Um, Zach Miller... 15% 15% owned he had seven targets from Trubisky last night and he seems like one of his favorite targets um, Miller he caught a tipped pass that was targeted for him you know uh for a touchdown on Monday night and since the Bears are going up against the Ravens defense whose only liability has been the tight end position Miller he can be a good play for week six um he's also someone we've seen get it done in the past so Miller can potentially be a long-term option for your lineup uh, Ryan Griffin, six percent own. He's a risky play, no doubt, but he has a good matchup with the Browns. Um, you know who gave up that touchdown to ASJ in Week Five. The Browns they gave up the second that they're giving up the second most fantasy points to tight end. So I can't imagine Watson not looking for Griffin in this game. Uh, AJ Derby, one percent owned, playing the Giants. Uh, Derby he caught four of six targets for seventy-five yards and a touchdown in his game against the Raiders before the bye. And this week, he goes against the most fantasy-friendly team for tight ends, the Giants, who've allowed six touchdowns in five games to the position. Wow. Um, Ed Dixon, you know, he had a crazy game. 175 yards. My goodness. Um, He's 8% owned, you know, and I think he carved out a role in this team. I'm not overreacting to his 175-yard performance on Sunday. But what what I am looking at is his three catches on four targets for 62 yards in week four, in combination with his week five heroics, right? So, in this horrible tight end year, Dixon can be solid, but I wouldn't expect 175 yards on a weekly basis. Um, someone I'm not picking up, Nick O'Leary, the backup tight end for the Bills. Um, he was pretty good, you know, outside, you know, when Charles left the game, he caught five uh, balls on six targets, um, but I would try to pick him up after week six like before week six comes to an end because he's on a bye this week so you can get him for free uh you know before that monday night game okay some qb streamers carson palmer versus the bucks i like that matchup jacoby Brissett against the titans who've been giving, who've been giving up crazy points um to quarterbacks and wide receivers Case Keenum against Green Bay, you know, he's going to be trying to come back in that game. Josh McCown against the Patriots. The Patriots have just been giving up a ton of points, and Josh McCown's at home. Uh, Trevor Simeon's at home against the Giants. Um, you know, the Giants, they 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 have a good defense, but they've been giving up a lot of points to quarterbacks this year. Um, defensive streamers, I really like Baltimore against Chicago. Uh, they're at home. Atlanta versus Miami. Atlanta's at home. Washington um, versus San Francisco. They're at home as well. Um, Atlanta, Washington, Washington. they have huge point spreads. So I, that's the reason why I'm going with those guys. And same with Baltimore. So um, those, you know, whenever, just a little tip, and I, I'm sure I've said this before, you know, whenever teams um, are, you know, are in a huge hole or projected to be in a huge hole and they're trying to come back, they become one-dimensional. And then those defenses can kind of just go after the quarterback, and that's when sacks, fumbles, interceptions happen. Um, So that's when all that good stuff happens for the defenses. So that's kind of how I go about picking my defenses um but that's it those are the guys i had um you know i hope your sunday went well hope hope your week five went well hope you got that w if not you know keep on grinding you know try to pick up a couple of guys off of, off of this waiver wire list and and keep grinding and you know try to try to get out a w- victory in uh in week six hope you guys get who you want on the waiver wire until next time this is faraz siddiqui you can catch me on twitter at f-a-r-a-z-s-i-d-d-i-q-i at Upper Hand Fantasy on Instagram. At Upperhand FFB on Twitter. Go to upperhandfantasy.com to check out all the articles. Appreciate you guys listening. Thanks a lot. See ya.